you are listening to Be Still Be Free with Monica Steely, Sarah Godey, and Amber Miller. We are so excited to be here with you today. I'm sorry, we're already cracking up. This is just welcome to the show. This is I probably should have introed. Oh well, you know. I didn't well, think about it. Well, let me take over from here. Okay. <laughs> um so yeah, so we're here. We're on week or episode three. What is Sarah's doing sign language and I don't know what she's saying. Um twenty nine minutes. <laughs> oh gosh. We're on uh, we're on week three yes. of our Be Free series, and we've talked about be free from stronghold, be free from fear, and this week, Amber is going to lead us in a discussion on be free to feel. Mm. Be free to feel. Be free to feel. And before we get started, just want to make sure to mention our Facebook group, the Be Together Community. Um, it's a place for us to gather, to talk, to encourage. It's a closed group, so not everyone can see it, but um, we've had some great vulnerability and prayer and community, and you can find that at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Be Together Community, or visit the show notes um, on be still be free dot com, and today. I think we have a link on there on our our regular Facebook page too, don't we? We do. I'll yeah. I'll keep posting yeah. it. Yeah, I'll pin it to the it's top. So too. great. So um, this week we're talking about free to feel. And tell us about our feelings. <laughs> I have to tell you. Um, I mean, I was excited when we decided to do this one, like because I know there's so much to talk about with feelings, but I also knew. We're talking to an audience of women <laughs> about feelings. Like, it's going to be this huge tank. What are you trying to like, say? Like, giant can of worms. Like, where do we even start? Um, <laughs> because I feel like we can go through a really extremely wide range of emotions within, like, two seconds. Like, yeah. it doesn't, it does not take long. It is. So, so true. Um, I, can I just do a quick story right here real yes, fast? please. Okay, and, and I won't take too much of your time. One of the best family ever experiences for Chris and I, I guess probably even not even family, it was just parenting woman versus man moment. So when we had Ryland, I didn't have boys in my life. I didn't really understand a whole lot about boys, no brothers, I had dad. And um, I read the Bringing Up Boys book from James Dobson and it just has a lot of great, a lot of deep beginning information in there. And I just remember walking up to him one day and just being like, I, I finally get it. I, I get it. I think I understand you, you know? And so we laughed about that and we talked about that. Well, one day we're sitting at the dinner table and Addie was probably two and she was just as happy as could be. And then all of a sudden she just started to cry. Oh. And Chris is like, well, what is wrong, honey? She's like, I don't know. Oh. I'm crying. Oh my God. <laughs> Chris looked at me and he goes, Okay, I, I get, get it. it. I, yeah, I, I understand, understand you. I understand you. <laughs> and you're like, I so know what you're going through. Yeah. Like, sweetheart, yeah. it happens to the best oh, of us. Oh, she was so sweet. Aww. Well, I put in my notes to because this just cracked me up. I don't know if we have any Harry Potter fans. Oh, yeah, um, baby. Yes. yes. Um, so <laughs> this whole, like, I can't read it conversation made me think about when there's this one scene where Hermione is explaining to Ron and Harry um, about one of their fem- what one of their female friends is feeling and she's like you know they're feeling sad and confused and guilty and worried and afraid and she's like talking through all the all the things that this person is feeling at one time and Ron goes nobody can feel that many things at one time they'd explode <laughs> and yes yes you're yes. like oh, that is exactly or did a you, woman's life did what you guys see Sleepless in Seattle oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know yeah. when they're when um, Tom Hanks and uh, it's the Rita movie? Hanks too yeah is, <laughs> yes. and she's an affair to remember she starts crying and all the guys are looking at her no, like don't get it okay yeah. and so anyway so. and they're like remember in Platoon when <laughs> yes. he was in the foxhole yes. and they were mocking her yeah. Oh, so, so <laughs> welcome to the episode about feelings. It's going to be a big one. Okay. And go see Inside Out. What a yeah. great intro. Oh, I have not seen that. 
Oh, I've heard it's so great. So go see Inside Out. That's your first practical application. So great. So, okay. What I I knew that this was going to be a big topic, but what I didn't realize was that there's really two schools of thought in the Christian culture about feelings. Um, I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. I didn't know that. So the first one is, uh, believes that feelings are inherently evil. And should hmm. be squashed and avoided at all costs. What? What school? What Christian? That would be called have, the Independent Fundamental Baptist Bible, Movement. I believe in Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I come from Baptist Church, so nothing against Baptists. But no, there is. I mean, that you know, no, your feelings are evil. Don't listen to your heart. Your heart is evil. Yeah. Don't be directed. And it, it goes. I mean, there is an extreme. No, level. and and truly, the Independent Baptists, not the not the the Southern Baptists, but Independent Baptist thinking is very. We don't. We don't celebrate the spirit, the Holy Spirit, because that's emotion and feeling, and we yes. don't do emotion and feeling. So, like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of joking, but I'm really kind of serious that like I grew up very definitely. much that way. Wow, yeah, the heart is deceptive. Yeah, yeah, the heart well, is deceptive. I mean, which there is some truth to. So there is, which but, is where I go to the other, side. but the other entirety <laughs> of the Bible. Yes, right. <laughs> the second yeah. school of thought is um, that believes that feelings, which are often interpreted as God's leading should dictate every decision, every action, and even interpretation of reality hmm. and truth. There are two extreme big So these are the like pendulum. actual Yeah. Like wow. um like I'm, even overriding scripture, like a prophecy from the Lord that someone receives that you know that they give yeah. you is even um, you know, that these feelings are even stronger than maybe what the Bible says. Wow. Um, okay, so, yeah. So I've not like heard this that officially, but I do know people that Feel that way. Operate their lives based on that. Based on that. Or like prophetic daily emails or whatever acts as a horoscope for them. And that they rely on it more than... Right. The word it's itself. The word. Wow. Yeah, and, I have um, seen that. Okay. So when doing research for this podcast, I have to tell you that there was a lot of sifting. A oh, lot of yes. sifting. Sure. And because the reality is, is there's truth on both sides. Right. Like mm-hmm. you cannot take one of these extremes in its entirety mm-hmm. and take it as truth. And so that's, we're going to fall right in the middle here. We're going to, we're going to go right along the middle as we talk about this. So I like balance. Yeah. yeah balance is good. So, um, here's, I want to talk about why we're going to talk about emotions. There's this great article that I'll link to by David Ekman. And, um, this is just a quote from this article. First, um, emotions are closer to us than air. They are ever present current with us. They define the inner world and give us continual commentary on our outer world. They are closer to us than our skin, than the air we breathe. Emotions are as constant and present as the weather surrounding us. We need to understand and manage them. Wow. Which is something I never really thought about. Like your emotions, we don't really think of them as a, as a separate thing. They just kind of are us. But emotions aren't us. They're a mm-hmm. part of us. Right. But they're mm-hmm. maybe the closest thing yeah, wow, to, to us. us. Right. You know, um, He goes on to say, second, emotions come with great intensity. Most of us struggle with our emotions. A thought may be put out of the mind. um, I'm sorry. A thought may be put out of the mind. It is not necessarily so with fearful emotion. Mm. When a person is filled with dread, the source may be a fearful thought or situation, yet the force of the emotions is what makes the individual preoccupied. We cannot flee from our feelings. Therefore, we must deal with them. Wow. Which I thought was so interesting because it starts... With the mind. Yeah. Hmm. Shocking. I know. With the mind. 
Um, so um, next I wanted to talk about what the Bible has to say about emotions and how the Bible deals with emotions. Um, so the school of thought that thinks like emotions are completely evil and there's no like use for them is not biblical at all because let's look at Jesus, for mm-hmm. example, who weeped, which was showing emotion, yeah. who was angry at the temple, who showed compassion on people. Like all of those are just, and that's just a few of the many emotions that Jesus showed. Um, secondly, there's Song of Solomon, which is an entire book of the Bible dedicated to the feeling of being in love. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's David who showed. Oh my gosh. Every emotion, every emotion under the sun. that's yeah. out there. Elijah who was, um, in despair and was depressed. I, I mean, can you think yeah. of any more? There's Moses, Moses, you know, yeah, who was fear and anger uh-huh. and sadness and, right. you know, yeah, all kinds of stuff in the hmm. Bible. So there's plenty of examples in the Bible of people having emotion, including Jesus himself. I was even thinking about Jesus and compassion because compassion, right, Mm -hmm. is a move to do something for someone. That's a, that's an emotion. Like you're emotionally moved to do something for someone. Well, and God himself is described as being very emotional emotional and like moved by compassion and slow to anger. anger. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. God is a very emotional God. And so, um, obviously us created in his image are very emotional people and that's not a bad thing. Right. Right. Um, so I want to talk about, I have so many, there's so many facets of this like conversation that I just want to touch on. One of the things I want to talk about is the abuse of your emotions or manipulation of your emotions that yeah. people can, um, people can manipulate your emotions. Mm-hmm. There's an example of this in the Bible with the Pharisees. The Pharisees use the law to condemn people. Um, and to kind of motivate them towards repentance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's beautiful about Jesus is that Jesus used love and compassion to motivate people toward mm. repentance, which I think is a really, That's really neat, really interesting, you know, um, that. that your emotions are, are one way or another, what the Bible uses as an example yeah. to drive you to repentance, but can be done one of, t- you know, two ways. And the way that Christ did it was through love. Um, a few examples of that are the woman at the well, mm-hmm. Zac- Zacchaeus. You know, he, he yeah. showed him compassion, even though he was a tax collector. Mm-hmm. Um, the Samaritan woman, yeah. you know, Jesus showed so much compassion to her and love. And yep. then she, you know, repented. So I think that that's really cool. The devil also plays on our emotions and uses them to push us toward sin. Yeah. Which is an example of that is Adam and Eve. Um, this is so just crazy to me. Adam and Eve believed that they had needs that God was not or would not meet. Hmm. So they sinned. Uh, Jesus is the only person who ever to ever live who ever overcame this temptation. Wow. So we all have um, an opportunity to have these feelings. Um, and it comes over all of us at some point or another where we feel, you know, like, fearful or like we're not going to have our needs met or whatever. And a lot of times that pushes us to act in sin. Mm -hmm. Um, But Jesus had those same fears and those same concerns and all of the same feelings that we have, but Mm -hmm. didn't sin. Right. Um, Hebrews 4.15 says, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are without sin. Hmm. So um, Jesus experienced all the same feelings that we felt but didn't uh, allow those feelings to compel him to yeah. sin. They didn't yeah. rule him. They didn't yeah. rule him. Yeah, exactly. So Jesus <clears throat> was tried in all the feelings that you may have or have had, and he also knows what it means to be tempted in his feelings, but he never fell into sin. He controlled his feelings and won over the temptations. 
Feelings did not control him, but he controlled his emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, another example of Jesus having the like feelings is being tested in the w- wilderness. Oh, for sure. And when I looked back on him being tested in the things that Satan used to kind of like pull at his emotions, it's so things that we deal with all the time. The first one is the day uh, the devil played to his physical needs. You know, you're hungry. Why right. don't you turn these rocks into bread? And I don't know yeah. about y'all, but when I'm hungry, I'm extra emotional. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That is so true. Yeah. Yes. As my stomach is growling right now. Right. <laughs> um, the devil attacked his identity. Mm-hmm. If you are the son of God, throw yourself down. Wow. Yeah. Does the devil not attack your identity yeah. and use that to play on your emotions? You're not really the mom that you think you are. If mm-hmm. you were, you would be doing this mm-hmm. and this and this. Mm-hmm. The last one is the devil offered power, which was suggesting that Jesus was not enough already. You're not really yeah. good enough. Which is like playing that. into like pride and envy and greed and exactly all of those emotions too. So I um I just love that we start off with Adam and Eve, who the reason why they sinned was that they didn't believe that God was meeting their needs. Right. And then the devil comes in with Jesus and does the same thing. God's not really meeting your needs. You know, it's like what we talked yeah. about last week with mm-hmm. fear, yeah. you know, and how those simple, subtle words that Satan gives us just play into it's such a supernatural warfare, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I mean, just goes, and, and we think it's all about us, right? You know, we make everything about us and it, right. and we're just, it's, I mean, not to, we are children of God, but we are pawns of Satan. Yeah. Yes. You know, like yes. he's just using us to try to scheme. Oh, so much. Hmm. So, um, I had some other things that the devil, I just wanted to like tie it back to the way that the devil attacks us. And I wanted you to think about like, what is the very first attribute of God? Love. Love. Exactly. Is, so, is this a trick question? I know. <laughs> no, I was no, like, no, um, asking you a question. I thought about that. I thought I was saying, I, oh, I well, answered with the question. Love? Love? Is it love? The Bible, Jesus. I don't know. I um, didn't have the peace of God to answer that question. <laughs> But yes, that was you answered correctly. Okay, phew. Star for you. Um, Love is the first attribute of God. So what does the devil attack first in your mind as far as like your relationship with God? Does God really love me? Right. Right. You know? And then how does that affect how you behave? If you behave like God doesn't really love you, how does that affect your emotions and how you act? You know? Like that affects everything. That brings in fear and worry and all of these emotions. All of those things. Um. The only cure against feeling that God hates you is to know that God loves you in spite of what you have done or will do. I was getting ready so, to say it's very do-driven. Yes. Right? Like, yes. Exactly. The Does God love me, not love me, the fear thing, the stronghold thing, yes. like all of it is active doing. Exactly. Not in just the being of knowing. Of knowing. Well, and two, this kind of goes against that second uh stream of, of thought that right. says that your feelings dictate everything because you can wake up one morning and feel like God does not love me yeah. today, right. but you have to know the truth, the truth, which is right. that he does the love truth you. We'll set you free. That's the truth. That's the truth. So, um, we have identity feelings, um, that are of God and then feelings that are abused by Satan. So, um, I know we talked about this earlier, but it's just so important to recognize the difference between those two feelings, which feelings are of God and which feelings are of Satan. Mm. Like if you wake up feeling like God does not love me, Mm -hmm. is that a feeling of God or a feeling of Satan? Like recognize these feelings and where they're coming from so that you know whether or not they're truth. 
Um, if it's condemnation, shame, or guilt, yeah. you can bet like that is not of God. That's for sure. right. Ever. <laughs> like there's never a chance where that's of God. Um, Romans 2, 4 says, Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? God will not shame you or condemn you into repentance. Yep. That's not his nature. Yep. Yeah. He will lovingly and kindly lead you to repentance. Um and Satan, I mean, it's just the bottom line, always wants you to feel guilt and shame mm-hmm. and condemnation. Defeated. One of his names, one of the names of Satan is the accuser. Yeah. Mm. You know? He wants to accuse you and give you thoughts about condemnation and shame. Now, um, I read this article. I can't remember right now who it's by, but I'll link to it in the blog. Um, talking about our feelings and and how to interpret them and all of these sort of things and where they come from. And this was so great. I just wanted to read it. It's just so awesome. Okay. It says, emotions start with our thoughts. And when we think of one thing, we will begin to feel it. And our emotions can confirm what we think. Therefore, we believe that what our emotions tell us is the truth. Yeah. It's like that proverb, as a man thinketh, so So is he. he That's the next verse. (laughs) (laughs) Proverbs 23, 7. For as uh, he thinks in his heart, so he is. Yeah. So um, the this article had like a list of just like this progression, and I just think it's so awesome. So number one, words produce thoughts. Thoughts produce emotions. Emotions produce decisions. Decisions produce an action. Actions produce habits. Habits produce character, and your character produces your fate. Yeah. So it's just a very like. It's so interesting to like think of this progression. Like it doesn't start with how you feel. You f- wake up one morning feeling some way, and that's okay that you mm-hmm. feel something. Mm-hmm. But you need to examine that feeling because it didn't start there. It that's never right. starts as a feeling; it starts as a thought. So, what is the thought that is um, pushing you toward whatever feeling that you're having? I love that you brought up that verse. That's so <laughs> hilarious. Um, so next, I wanted to talk about God's design for our feelings. So God is great, and he has a design for your feelings and how to use them and to transform us. So you may feel anxiety, but Scripture says in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus, which we just talked about last week. Um, So you feel anxiety, but God replaces it with peace. That's right. Uh, we feel fear. First John four eighteen. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Mm-hmm. So you feel fear, and God replaces it with love. Yep. Um, and that's over and over again in Scripture. Like there are all, there are, there are feelings that are um, you know that are not of God. And then there are feelings that are totally produced by the Holy Spirit. Think yep. about the fruits of the Spirit. Yes. Love, joy, mm-hmm. peace, patience, yes. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, these are all feelings and emotions that come from having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yep. Um, so your feelings are not bad. It is not bad to feel, but you have to identify where the feelings are coming right. from. And are they a fruit of the Spirit or are they a fruit of Satan? Satan? Yeah. Um, this is so great to me. Your feelings should not tell you who you are. Your true reality is based on Christ. Mm. And this kind of goes against, again, that second, um, train of thought that, um, 
that your feelings dictate your reality. Your feelings do not dictate your reality. That's right. Your reality exists outside of your feelings, but your feelings are an indicator of what's happening. And if you don't control your feelings, your feelings can dictate your reality. You know, there are so many people who are living in their feelings, like fear. They're living in fear. They're living anxiety, anxiety. You're living in sadness or bitterness or, you know, it filters everything. Everything. It does. If, if you give it the power to, if you give it the power, exactly. That's like what we talked about a second ago. Like Mm -hmm. your actions produce habits and then your habits produce character. Like it's all a train. So that's why you need to be, you know, identifying. It's that accountability piece that, you know, we can't just, you were saying the very first week, it, it just is what it is. I am who I am. Right. Yeah. You know, no, that's not no. biblical, right? Yes. And this tells you that that's not biblical. Exactly. I love what C.S. Lewis said, though our feelings come and go, God's love for us does not. Yeah. Mm. Like you may feel how you feel and it's okay to feel how you feel, but you have to know in your mind, like your feelings come and go. God's love yeah. does yeah. not. It's I not the that. entirety of reality. Reality. And, um, you know, I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, um, so y'all just stop me if I have, but like, stop the, ma- <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, right in the center of the Bible is Psalms and Proverbs back to back. And it's the majority of Psalms are written by David, mm-hmm. who is a highly emotional man, highly, like yes. swung back and forth mm-hmm. very highly. Proverbs is written by his son, Solomon, which is a very logical, logical common sense wise. book. And I think it's intentionally in the center of the Bible, back to back, to balance out our emotions True. with logic. Yes. And I think that's really God's way of saying you can have both. Yes. You can't be a hundred percent logical and you can't be a hundred percent emotional, right. but you need to temper both with each other. Yes. They're both really sides of the scale. So, so um, so yeah, I mean, it's that it's, it's the middle it's of that, that pendulum middle. and extremes that you were talking about. That's huh. exactly right. Um, Andy and I were talking about this topic and, you know, just kind of the whole different side of things. And Andy had a great, um, kind of realization. And he said, feelings are designed to be a measuring stick of our discipleship journey. Wow. Like we are called to examine our emotions yeah. and then from there move forward, right. but not allow our emotions. Like that's a huge measuring stick that's interesting. of where you are in your relationship with God is how your emotions are affecting your life and your yeah. walk. Um, our emotional, uh, this is what Andy said, our emotions are like spiritual pain sensors, shame, fear, excitement, etc. They can be fixed to real or imaginary things. Hmm. For example, if we are um, at a stage of immaturity, a loving correction or a rebuke from someone whose opinion should matter, like an older godly person mm-hmm. or parent, can be felt as judgment or condemnation rather than love. Right. Like, that's a huge measuring stick. Right. Like, if you receive some loving rebuke and you know, your mm-hmm. initial reaction is defensive or Screw whatever. You. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't need this, you know, yeah. that's a huge like sign of immaturity in your yeah. life that, you know, needs some growth. Um, our emotions can be understood in a similar way to physical pain. The difference between pain felt in the dentist chair versus a broken leg. One is necessary in healing pain and the other one isn't. Oh, wow. My husband's really wise y'all. Yes, he is. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's good stuff. And I have some practical applications. And the first one is my favorite. Acknowledge your feelings. This is wow. This is huge. You're feeling the way you're feeling. And I can't say this enough. It's okay to feel the way you feel. It's okay Absolutely. to feel hurt. It's okay to feel, you know. It's ab- okay to feel anger. You know, the scripture anger, says, yes. in your anger, do not sin. It doesn't say, do not be angry. That's right. Yes. It just says, 
in your anger, that's right. Do what you do sin. with it is what matters. That's right. Exactly. So I, I, you it's can replace any other thing, emotion right? with it's that. It's not mm-hmm. the emotion that's the problem or the feeling. It's the reaction to exactly. the feeling or mm-hmm. the emotion. Ignoring a emotion is like no- ignoring a spiritual smoke detector. Yeah. Yes. Um, they don't tell us where the fire is or what's burning, only that the smoke should be looked into. Mm. Absolutely. I love There's that. There's something wrong or, or good. Look into it. Does that it. mean I can walk around my house going, eh, eh, eh? <laughs> Or just like when the smoke detector is like dying, I you know, and it's like every 10 that. minutes you hear a beep. Like, <laughs> I mean, smoke people, you need to I run. I dare you. When you're, yes. having, you're having an emotion next time, do I'm that totally in the house until it. Greg finally says, what totally. are you doing? What are you, and saying, what are you doing? my spiritual smoke detector. <laughs> I'm having off. a feeling and I can't identify <laughs> where it's coming from. Oh, I dare you. I'm totally I dare you. Yes. <laughs> All right, oh, so I'm coming back to your house. Is seek wise counsel. Talk to a spiritual mentor yes. or counselor to help you sort through yeah. your feelings. We need help. We're yes. women. We're spaghetti. Everything yes. touches everything else. Like, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And know? listen, I know we've probably said this ad nauseum when we've talked about be healthy and all, you know, yes. we've had Tracy Hurst on here, like awesome counselor. I've been to counseling. I can't yes. tell you yes. how many times there is absolutely Nothing wrong. The, what it, whatever the opposite of shame is, that's what counseling yes. is. Yes. Like, it is just the best Brain. thing you could possibly do. <laughs> yes. I mean, truly. It well, really is. That's what I was telling my friend the other day when I was talking about my anger. I was like, I just think I need counseling. I think I need to go, where is this coming from and why am I feeling this way? And um, I just need to process through that. Yeah. And there's no shame and in that. No, because better fine. to do something about it than to let it sit and stew. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it will grow into bigger problems. It so, will. Sure. Work through it. Yeah. It's okay to talk about it. And they're trained to ask the right questions right. to help you get to the root of it. And what I love like about Tracy, any good Christian counselor will tell you, my goal is to talk myself out of a job. Like yeah, right. my goal is to not stay with you forever. My goal is to equip you to be able to, in the future, then take those tools and use them yeah. yes. again and again. Oh my so. goodness. It's so true. And, you know, talking to a cra- uh, counselor, there's a certain amount of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, anonymous. Yeah. Know? Like there's an objectivity. Anonymity. anonymity. Somebody that doesn't know you, you can receive truth a lot more from because yeah. you know there's Someone no filter or agenda. involved right. in neutral. the nitty gritty every yes, day. They're, they're, they're neutral. neutral. A neutral they're third party. They're not personally involved. I mean, I can't encourage you enough to go get yeah. counseling. It saved me so many Anyone. times. <laughs> yes. It's so great. And then the last thing is don't condemn yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not bad for feeling what you're feeling. God does not condemn you. He loves right. you. So don't condemn yourself. Mm. You know, um, your feelings are are what they are mm-hmm. and identify them and work through them mm-hmm. yeah learn okay. to do something with them that, that's the thing yeah. don't give them the power to cause you to be out of control exactly use them as an indicator that you need something you need some some tweaking mm-hmm. you Absolutely. need to you need to open something up yes that's it that's good stuff awesome awesome good stuff Thank you, Amber. Oh, my. Well, I just realized, oh, yeah, I should probably be the one that initiates the closing of this episode. <laughs> I'm just, like, looking at you like, I'm done. I'm like, oh, do I look really cute? You're staring at me so lovingly right now. <laughs> um, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, and I would um, also add just really, really quickly, like God did not make a mistake when he made men and women so opposite from each other. And we are made to be more emotional for a reason. It makes us more maternal. It makes us more nurturing. It makes us more understanding. We're, we're like the, the Psalms. And men are like the Proverbs, and yes. we're supposed yeah. to balance each other out for a reason. So, so mm-hmm. true. Yes. Oh, my I goodness. Love that. So, so on true. that note, Sarah, would you close this out? I will. 
Thank you, Lord, for another wonderful day with you and and just discovering ways of being free and just the way that you've created us to truly live victoriously and not in bondage, Lord. And I just pray that you'll open our minds and our eyes to the truths that we've been open to today. And, And all of us will take the time to really look at our emotions, look at our feelings and, and be honest about them and, um, you know, be willing to seek help. Just meet everyone where they are. Give them a peace. Give them just a realness of who you are and the love that you have for each and every one of us, Lord. Thank you for your death on the cross and just all that you do and all that you are. And bring us all back together again safely next week. And in your wonderful name we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen.